I guess I always felt like an outsider. Like a stranger in a strange land. Like an alien on planet Earth. God, is it any wonder I became obsessed with stuff like that as a child? Aliens. You know, I thought it was cool. Is there life out there? Well, I sure as hell hope so, because the life in here sucks. That was my childhood. I didn't, uh... Yesterday's video on your welcome home state, you've got to give that a listen to. I've gotten so much feedback on that. Way more than usual. And it's really touched me to share some stuff. So I was about eight years old when my grandma died, my favorite person on the whole planet. And it was about the same point in time when my parents got divorced. And uh, I actually thought that was a good thing. Even though it was a horrible thing. And I blamed myself. You see, my parents, they fought all the time. I've told you that I was a teenage bedwetter, which means I was wetting the bed even back then before the teenage years. I slept in plastic panties. Literally. Call it a diaper, call it whatever you will. But I didn't even feel at home at home. I didn't feel at home in my own skin. Being born two months early, I was the sickly kid. I remember going to the hospital, getting allergy tested. Man, they just pricked my arms. I was in a special ward with like 10 other kids and they were doing some experimental bullshit. And they uh, pricked up and down our arms. You know, you know, first one side, then the other side. Stay for so many days. See what makes you sick. See what makes you swell. At some point I decided it was time to get it home in my own skin. So puberty hit, and I was interested in girls. One of them, well, I, I talked about this. Her name was Sherry. And uh, I liked her. And I thought I'm never going to get to kiss her because, like, uh, I was the sickly, shy kid. I was worried about Armageddon coming. That's what I kept hearing about. End of the world. It's coming. And then I had enough. I had enough of who I was. I had enough of what I settled for. I had enough. So not only was I a teenage bedwetter, but I got diagnosed with scoliosis. It just keeps getting better, doesn't it? And they told me I'd be in a wheelchair in my 20s. I'd be crippled. That's the word the doctor used. That's what the word I'll use, even though it's not politically correct now, I guess. And I decided it was time for a change. I started reading good books. I started educating myself. We didn't have the internet back then. We didn't have Facebook groups. Maybe it's good. I, you know, there was a lot of distractions that I didn't have to get wrapped up into. I read some Wayne Dyer, some Napoleon Hill, some Del Carnegie. But I dedicated my life to something. I decided I was going to be an award-winning Kempo Karate Black Belt. That's what I started with. And instead of being you know, crippled up in a wheelchair in my 20s, I was 
was a karate champion in my teens. Somewhere along the way, I stopped wetting the bed. And I never did kiss that girl. I've kissed a few. I kiss the most beautiful one I know every day. I moved around the world to be with her. You know, there's nothing better that be, than being at home in your own life. You want to know why I do what I do? It's not to rescue people with PTSD. I had PTSD, it was hell. I'm not going to say I cured it because, you know, you're not allowed to cure things in today's world. You're allowed to treat them if you've got a degree and you give people drugs and stuff. I don't do that. I don't have that. I don't do that. But I do teach people my experience. And my experience was my imagination was out of control. It was very out of control when I had PTSD. It was passively accepting the world as a hostile, scary place when I was a teenage bedwetter. But at some point in time, I started finding good shit to read, including some Neville Goddard. I rejected Neville very early on. I found a, a, a book of Neville's at the corner bookstore. You could buy books there for 25 cents. And uh, I pitched my first Neville Goddard book out on the way home because, see, I, I, I was so worried that other people would buy the good stuff. I didn't realize I was probably the only person in Scottsdale buying self-help stuff. But I bought a stack of books and I'm walking home and... The Neville Goddard book had some good stuff in it, but it was too too scriptury for me at the time. So in the bin it went. I mean, I had to walk like a mile, mile and a half through fields. So I'd go down the main road, then hang a right, cut through the field, save about 20 minutes. I also didn't get beat up when I was in the fields. See, I got picked on a lot too. But I can tell you something. When you're at home in your own body, when you're at home in your own life, when you're at home, it really does feel lovely to express, to explore, to expand me every day. What if that's what you came here to do? To express, to explore, to expand you. To discover who you are by exploring how this works. I mean, getting the good shit, that's a bonus, isn't it? <laughs> Being the bomb. That makes all the difference. I guess this is where I should do a crass commercial. Dream Driven Day, we start on Monday. How's that? DreamDrivenDay.com Otherwise, NevilleGoddardStore.com. If you want to invest in you and support the project, we've got a lot of cool shit there. If uh, you're drawn to something and you don't know, drop me an email. My email's there as well. NevilleGoddardStore.com. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to remember a little boy who was a teenage bedwetter whose heart was broken when his grandma died who had a full mix of emotion when his parents split up. I was so happy I wouldn't have to listen to them fighting all night again. But you know what? I missed my dad. And my mom would tell me that, you know what? Yeah, we're going to go on welfare, and, it, and welfare can take the house. 
Oh, yeah, I get to eat. Not that much. I get to eat shit food. I get to have food stamps. I get to go to the store with food stamps. How much fun was that as a little boy? And that welfare might take the house away at any time. Weird. But at some point, I got tired of all that shit in my head. And I did anything I needed to. Because you didn't come here to be the passenger. You came here to be the pilot. Write that down. And dive deeper if you wish. Have a lovely day. Imagine up something lovely. As we go into the silence. That little boy was a survivor, wasn't he? (laughs) And I look back at him. At some point he chose to stop surviving and he chose to start soaring higher and higher. That little boy, me, chose to find home. To be at home. And that moved me around the world. And that's where this message comes from. Have a lovely day. My name is Mr. 2020, and I do want to thank you for listening to the Neville Goddard Podcast.